Hey everybody, welcome to Please Be Excited, a weekly movies, TV shows, whatever we're excited to talk about podcast. My name is John. Uh, today I got Chad and Jimbo. Brother again. Jimbo. The boys, you don't need to clarify that. It's my time. actual name though. <laughs> the boys are back. Uh, today's Today's big event what we're covering what we're talking about the topic is the playstation 5 reveal mm-hmm. um the playstation 5 i think it's announced there's no certain date but it's holiday 2020 so later this year yeah. um all we yeah all we knew about it before going into this event like we knew holidays um we had like details about the controller, which we'll talk about mm. a little bit. Um, and then uh, Mark Cerny did like you know that <laughs> I don't know if you watched that long press yeah, I watched briefing. That whole thing. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Where it's I don't I don't no. understand the tech specifications, yeah. but um, I mean it all sounds good to me, so yeah. that's cool. Uh, yeah, so all we had, we had like uh, hardware uh, specs and then a va- like a release window and the controller. That's all we really knew. The controller, everybody thought looked weird. Um, after seeing the console revealed, I think it looked really, really yeah, cool. Yeah, it was cool. Everyone always complains about That's... controllers. They say the controllers look weird after every unveiling. That's true. Uh, do you guys you remember the PlayStation Three controller? Uh, no, was that like the boomerang looking one or the battery? Yeah, it was the really weird long handle oh, yeah. uh, boomerang. Handle. Yeah, I I forgot about that, and I was like, was that just a design concept? And then I realized I I uh, saw a video um, after. Because people, I think I was watching a video of people talking about past E3 stuff. And then I saw the video where they like actually had it on a stage and mm-hmm. were holding the controller and talking so about it. it. Like, people and then, hated it so much they actually changed the design? I, I think it was. I think that's what happened. Um, anyways, yeah. So, the yeah, they showed the console today, yeah. finally. They revealed what it looks like. Yeah. Um, they showed a lot of games, which was really yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, that's, I mean, that's kind of it. They didn't, they didn't give us a firm release date. They didn't give us a price point because that's probably gonna. Uh, I'm guessing they're gonna wait and see if Microsoft announces. Oh, yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah. So we can. We can get into talking about all the games if you guys sure. want to, um, if you're ready for that. Okay, so we're just gonna we're gonna go in order that they actually played through the uh, PlayStation event yeah. video. Um, I just took I just made a list as I was watching. Was it, it, was it uh, um, bug snacks? Yeah, bug <laughs> bug First snacks. Um, top, top of the, of the list. list. Uh, I don't know if you actually want to talk about book oh, snacks no. at all. I mean, we'll <laughs> get to it, I guess. 
We'll get we'll get to it. Save the exactly. best for last. Um. Okay. Starting off, this is one. Uh, I actually watched the Jeff Keeley uh, pre-show where he had a couple different mm. guests, and then had the uh, Kyle Bossman oh, uh, do do's and don'ts Man, video. Yeah, we didn't watch that. I actually want to go back and watch the whole thing, especially the Bossman bit, because I was just trying to watch the trailers. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just a quick Bossman bit, but yeah, the whole the whole video is really interesting because it's fun. I don't know. I I was like excited, and then, um, I I didn't I didn't sleep well last night, so I woke up late, and then I was like super tired. But there's uh there's like five minutes till the pre-show, oh so that meant like an hour before before the event starts. So I woke up just in time, yeah. and then I had coffee. Uh, I had caffeinated coffee. I've been drinking decaf, and then I was just like ready uh, to yeah. go. And like watching these people talk about the event got me so hyped up yeah, and excited. Um, so yeah, that stuff's worth uh, seeking out and watching. And they did a they did a post show where they talk about the reveal and um, and they had I think they had some developers on from the games and did interviews with them. Um, I think uh, the Game Awards is that YouTube yeah, yeah. channel. Yeah. Um, okay, so getting to the games that they showed off today, um, like I was saying when I just started off on that rant, um, I think I watched, yeah, in the Keeley video, people were saying, it's either Keeley or Easy Allies, I don't know, um, mentioned maybe, you know, Grand Theft Auto Five for the PlayStation 5, mm-hmm. um, which ended up being the first, the first thing in the... Oh, video right. is a GTA 5 port to uh, PlayStation 5 right, right. and all this stuff, um, bonus stuff you get if you already have a PlayStation 4 GTA 5 <clears throat> uh-huh. <laughs> account. <laughs> and um, anyways, I don't really, I mean, I don't really care about that. I like GTA 5, but um I was thinking like it's GTA five is like super fun to play. I just, anytime I get into those grand theft auto games, I try to get, I try to get through the story stuff that you have to. And then once it just opens up and it's an open world and I do whatever I want and I never touch the story again, but I was just thinking like, man, that would be so, that's gotta be so good on PlayStation five, like that huge open world. And Knowing that it came from, I think it was cross gen, mm-hmm. um, PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4. Um, so just like thinking about if they keep it that world and I'm not expecting them to like build out and make a ton of changes, then that should be like a super smooth, effortless open world where you can go do anything without any lag right, time right, right. or like chugging or. Any of that stuff that yeah. just you know, that's the I mean, that's the biggest thing that people have been talking about with these consoles. It's like just the load times are going to be so much better, and then you're not going to get interrupted with, um, yeah, like you know, running and then turning a corner, and you know how it just like chokes yeah, for a second. Yeah, there's supposed to be like and... no uh, texture pop in. 
and then there's no yeah. like no oh. loading necessary. Um, and that was one of the things that yeah. like, Mark Cerny was saying was uh, you almost have to add back in little like pauses in between things because like it's going to be too abrupt. Like you kind of like we're too used to um, like the loading screens when you fast travel and stuff like that to where if it's instantaneous, it'll almost like throw everybody off. So you almost need to like put a little buffer in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was that was so wild and like that was just eye opening yeah. that uh briefing he did. <laughs> like talking talking about that and talking about um you know how people what they've become accustomed to yeah. over the years, but um specifically like the level design oh, thing was just I had blew no my idea mind. about that until I watched that. Yeah, where they're talking about he was talking about how like you know, anything that's not in your field of view, um, like, isn't loaded yeah. for, like, that's how a lot of games work, where if you turn around, then there's, like, a slight buffer, or it's, like, sl- they slow it down, like, yeah. the movement is slowed down because it has to load everything yeah. behind you, and um, and then the level design they talked about, you know, if you've ever played any kind of game where you're like you're in a dungeon or a building and it's just like corridor after yeah. corridor and broken up rooms and stuff that's all because uh not just because some buildings are designed that way that's because they have to build these games these yeah. levels for it to actually load and function because they have to make like break yeah. points and stops or like uh, it's like bottlenecks so they put you into so that it gives it gives the yeah. game time to load the next big like area, which I had no idea about. I thought yeah. that was really interesting, but uh... yeah, I never thought about that. Um, so yeah, Grand Theft Auto Five. Uh, I mean, it's kind of cool because it's gonna be like the best Grand. I mean, it's the like the biggest best Grand yeah. Theft Auto game, and it's gonna be on the best console. Um, the newest console, so it's going to be the best way to play, which is kind of cool. Um, next, they they opened up with... After that, they opened up with uh, Spider-Man Miles oh, Morales, yeah. which is pretty fucking yeah, awesome. So I didn't really clarify. Is that a full sequel, or is that um, like a big DLC thing for the last Spider-Man game? That's I saw that and I I'm I'm not sure I I took it as a full game, yeah. um, but I'm I'm actually not sure. Um, but it said holidays 2020, so it's coming out this yeah. year. Um, I don't know, I'm not sure, but it looked looked amazing. Um, he's got the black uh-huh. suit from the comics yeah. and. Yeah. He has that suit in Spider Verse, right? Uh, I think. The I think so. Would be... Yeah. Um, yeah. I was I, whenever it started, I was like, "Oh shit, are they making a Spider Verse uh, game?" But it's. Uh, I think it's just adapting uh, Miles Morales uh, stories from the right. comics. I think. My... Um, I Sorry, go, ahead. Go... Go... Oh, no, I was go gonna ahead. say one like my favorite shot from there. 
was whenever he's just in his big fur coat and walking down the street at night. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say Gotta the cool. same. <laughs> um, I did a Spider-Verse game, though. Like, if you're actually playing you with... a video game that had that style throughout it, and it, I think that's like something that's actually possible now, or close to it with the PS5. Yeah, definitely. Um, something I I noticed, but I didn't see. We're gonna you're gonna see uh, listening to this that I didn't do any follow up <laughs> research on any of these games, so I have no I have no idea about release dates. I have no idea about exclusives or whatever. Um, but I'm pretty sure that sounded like a new Kid Cudi song. Yeah, in the trailer. it did sound like him. Um. I almost wondered if he so was, was like there... attached to the game or something like that, but I don't know. Yeah, I was wondering um, because Into the Spider Verse, like the the soundtrack with those all those original pop and rap songs, were like that was a yeah. huge thing uh, for the movie. Uh, I was I was thinking, wow, are they going to get these different artists to make uh, original songs like Kid Cudi to make yeah. uh, original songs for this game? That yeah. would be really cool. Um, and then moving on from that, I don't know how much you guys care about Gran Turismo 3 or 7. Yeah, not not really, but I mean, it looked pretty, you know, great. It's like the the graphics. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, visually it looked really good. I, I mean, I, I don't have a huge interest in racing games, but, um, Yeah. Looks really good. I bring up one um, thing about it though. I mentioned yeah, it sure. Chad as we were watching the trailer. That I I really hope you can change different points of view with the camera because it, it's cool to see like the interior of the car that much and often like the fancy details and stuff. But it seems so restrictive of seeing the actual like road other cars that you're racing against i felt like being able to see that stuff only took up like a third of the screen and everything else was just like your car interior so i just thought that you have the option to kind of change that yeah i i mean i haven't played gran turismo in forever but i assume that it has different camera angles because <laughs> every racing game has different camera angles a decade either, <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, and then after that, we had uh, Ratchet and Clank uh, Rift mm-hmm. Apart, which I'm really excited about because I like the Ratchet and Clank yeah. games. Um, just because, I don't know, they have this feeling of like a DreamWorks Pixar Disney Yeah, yeah, of... I was actually like thinking about that is it's super good character design and animation to where it's almost like Disney level. Um, yeah. Just the quality of the cartooning it, itself. And then, yeah, I never really played those games, so I'm not a huge fan, but I was just thinking for people who are fans of that franchise, that must've been like the most exciting thing to see, you know, the PS five, like, you know, this, was it on PS4? Was there a release on PS4? Or... Uh, I, there might have been like a remake or something on PS4. Yeah, so it was just like, 
is kind of uh, gone for a while and it's making this big comeback. It's pretty cool. And then the, the yeah. gameplay, um, like, like it seemed like it's really taking advantage of the the no loading time things with the multiverse, like jumping. And like, yeah, I, I really yeah, like the, was... the world design, like the worlds they would jump to, like flying on the dragon through one place. And then all of a sudden you're flying through the dragon and like the cyberpunk city. Like they they have a lot of mm-hmm. like good art direction and imaginative uh, worlds and everything. Yeah, that was so. That's exactly what I thought whenever that sequence happened. It's um, just for people who haven't seen it. Uh, it's Ratchet, like he's he's riding some kind of creature. He's being chased, and then um, and then this like uh portal, this dimensional dimensional portal thing opens up in front of him, and then shoots him into like another world where he's uh, he like falls off of the creature he's riding and then he lands on these like rails that he's grinding on and then like hopping to avoid a train and then like the next one uh another portal opens up and then he lands on the dragon thing and it just keeps going like that but it was i think it was all like gameplay and engine stuff um which was just yeah it was insane um because that, that stuff wouldn't be possible to do as gameplay. Yeah, like, that yeah. would be a cinematic in the past. But yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, um, one, I was curious how much of that is the normal pace of the game. Like, I'm wondering if it can keep up that kind of, like, frenetic, just dropping you into one dimension after another. Or if there's there's got to be points where that slows down a little bit. Maybe just kind of one they... sequence in it. So I was curious about that. And then wondering how much of that is on rails. Because I was telling Chad that it would be cool if whenever all, like, everything splits and you see, like, the ten different worlds kind of opening up, are you always directed to go to a specific one? Or could you actually, like, maneuver and aim towards a different one and go, like, in your own hmm. sequence? Oh yeah, that would be cool. Um I think they did they did have a little bit more gameplay. Uh I don't know if it was attached to what you guys watched. Um there's but yeah, there was that gameplay where it looks like it looks like that's just like uh there's gonna be sequences like that that take advantage where you're jumping through different dimensions um one after the other but for the rest of the gameplay it looks kind of like standard platformer um third person shooter but there's like a rift like around the levels and then you can interact with them to have things like drop in or um or like damage and affect uh the level around you, your surroundings. That sounds cool. Um, yeah, it, does, it looks really cool. Um, yeah, uh, moving on from that. Uh, oh, man. I got so insanely excited whenever this one came up. It was um, Project Athia. Oh, yeah, that was uh, Square Enix. Square Enix, yeah. The Square Enix logo came up. Oh, and I forgot to mention the uh, the PlayStation logo. They have a new logo. 
um, that black and white little square oh, thing. That yeah, I just I thought that was really cool because they like they opened the event going through um, with like the original PlayStation startup that like orange yeah, diamond yeah. sound. And it was really cool, and then they unveil uh, unveiled um, this new logo in front of their games. I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah, Project Athia. I really wanted to watch this again. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, watch I'm it struggling to remember exactly. I know it was like a, the girl, like, and she was like flying around a little bit. I, I can't remember exactly. <laughs> I gotta watch it again. Yeah, they. I mean, there's not there's not a lot to get from it, like story wise, but it looks. It looks kind of like sci sci fi fantasy. Yeah. Um, which is, I was, you know, I didn't know what it was. I just knew it was Square Enix. So my immediate thought is Final Fantasy yeah. 16. Um, and then I was, and then I was thinking, oh, is this that, uh, what is it? Agni's philosophy oh. was the tech demo that they did last right, generation. Right. Um, and I was thinking like, oh, did they finally make a game like that? And it, it kind of reminds me of that because it's, there's like a cinematic and then it goes into like a quick um quick cuts of gameplay and like different yeah. areas and uh just the design kind of remind me a little bit of that where it's like uh like it has like present day but mixed with sci-fi and fantasy yeah. and uh, like her clothing but then there's like you know slight things details about it that throw it off and to put it in those um mm-hmm. worlds into those uh, genres um but yeah the gameplay it's like super quick cuts that actually reminded me of that um the unreal five yeah that's what i was thinking came. is like the way she jumps from thing to thing like it just had the similar yeah. kind of look to it yeah and i was <laughs> it made me laugh after the <laughs> the title came up the project athia title came up um just because it's like every every generation if you paid attention to console generations over the years every new generation has these games (laughs) these trailers that are like things that could never like they they might never come out um like last last generation was that deep down the medieval the capcom game um and everybody was like oh this is gonna be the next demon souls uh thing i don't know if you guys it sounds familiar but i can't like visualize it it was yeah it was this knight who was like (laughs) it was like a slow cinematic trailer and it was this knight who was just like walking through uh through a cave or something and i think at the end then there's like a dragon that breathes fire (laughs) at him um but it was this big thing because everybody thought that was going to be a huge franchise. And that was one of the first trailers, I think, at the PlayStation 4 mm-hmm. reveal. And people were like, oh, man, this looks insane. And then that never came out. Nothing yeah. ever happened. Um, I mean, hopefully this Project Athia turns into something and gets made. But I was... It's just funny because it's been so long between generations that I just I forgot that feeling of like these insane things that they might not deliver on that might never. Yeah, come it's out. an interesting time. Uh, 
the transition into the new uh, consoles. Like, yeah, and then it seems like all these companies are just exploring what's possible. But, you know, yeah, some might not pan out because of whatever reason, like money or creative, you know, differences. But it makes for a, a cool show, like whenever they release all this stuff. Yeah, um, the only thing, like, I mean, it looked really cool. The video looked really cool for Project right. Daphia, but um, the only thing that's, like, in its uh, favor in regards to that and, like, production, I guess, is um, I think it mentioned, I don't know if it said Luminous Studio or Luminous Engine, um, which is the engine that they made for... I don't know if they made it for Final Fantasy VII or if um, they made it for Final Fantasy XIV. Anyways, the whole thing with Square last gen or this current gen was that they totally fucked up with their engines (laughs) and spent, you know, 10 years making Final Fantasy XV on, like, the wrong engine. And, like, the same thing, they had problems with Final Fantasy XIV and that's kind of why they just like tanked and Final Fantasy almost died last gen. And then, uh, yeah, then they developed the uh, Luminous Studio or the Luminous mm-hmm. Engine, um, which is what they use for Final Fantasy VII Remake. But just so, like, so going forward, it seems like that's going to be the engine that they use for all of their art- mm-hmm. RPGs. Um, so that's, I mean, that's a positive note that it has some kind of stability yeah, yeah, yeah. there. Um, uh, next one was, um, I know this was Annapurna Games Interactive mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, I don't know if you guys watched this. It was that Stray yeah, yeah. video. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, there's no, there wasn't really a hint at what the gameplay Yeah, it was be. all like uh, mood and world building vibe yeah it's it was um like a sci-fi world where i guess humans have died or something so there's just like robots or androids um just kind of living day-to-day life like everyday life um like cooking food and washing dishes and doing stuff like that and uh just the I'm not sure if it was, like, supposed to be a certain setting, but it was, like, a really busy metropolitan area with, like, all these buildings built on top of each other with, like, stores and apartments and, mm-hmm. um, you know, tight. Kind of reminds me of, uh, like, I guess Tokyo mm-hmm. or um, just Japanese architecture and um, buildings and everything. But I I don't know if you're supposed to be playing as a cat. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm That's into what it that. seemed like, yeah. But yeah, there's this little cat who's like walking through the background of these scenes and just like looking at the robots and um, yeah, so it seems like it's going to be kind of uh, like a exploration adventure kind of game where you're playing as a cat. I don't know what you're going to be yeah, doing. Neat but... little backpack. <laughs> yeah, he has a backpack. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was cool uh, art direction and cool. It had a cool uh, tone to the trailer. Yeah, um, Jimbo, did you have anything to say on that? On Stray? Uh, not really. Yeah. Moving on. Okay. Um, move, moving on. 
Uh, next up was Returnal. Ooh, yeah, that was like one of my favorite things. It started out like I really don't like those uh, Groundhog Day type stories, but it seemed like yeah. that was just the initial premise, and then it sort it like grew from there. So it, it started to grow on me, like just the art direction and the vibes from the trailer and yeah i like the design of the main character she looks like a real person instead of like a, you know an idealized like huge yeah. uh you know assets <laughs> and features flopping around it was like really grounded uh <laughs> like character design and then all of the like crazy surreal designs like but then it was really it was like a really refined aesthetic i feel like where it didn't feel like mm-hmm. a like crazy video game like typical design where like it was all about action yeah. and like you know huge angry brutish creatures it was more it was more like cerebral or more artistic Mm-hmm. And yeah, grounded like those. You saw flashes of those weird, like angel-looking aliens, I guess. Yeah. And then yeah, like the just the landscapes, how they would just everything in the way it was designed and presented, like made me. It almost felt like uh, like an Alex Garland video game or something like Did that. You, I was gonna compare it to Annihilation. Yeah, it had those kind of vibes. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely um definitely thought of Annihilation yeah. and I but I also thought of with this and then um another game we'll talk about later, um the Prag Pragmata or Yeah, Prag, yeah, yeah. I guess Prag. Um with that and this I kinda got Death Stranding yeah, vibes. Yeah. Um like what you were saying is the character i don't know if that's you know an actress like a based on an actress um yeah maybe i don't know modeled it after a real person or what but yeah i was just like wow that looks like looks like an actual person and um like you were saying there's no like fan service kind of yeah um but yeah just the world design and then um and then i started thinking of um Kind of like Lovecraft kind of stuff. Yeah, and, cosmic horror, like yeah, cosmic like, horror and future design horror. And stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, that looks uh, really cool. Um, and wait, the title. I don't know if you if you picked up on this, Jonathan. It's eternal, <laughs> but then they put an R yeah. in front of it, so it's like return, but eternal. Oh yeah, you, okay. you, just, you gotta think about it for a minute. But I didn't get that at all, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, next up was I was really surprised to see this, and I'm kind of interested in it. Uh, is the Sackboy? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sackboy, a big adventure. Uh, the little big planet mascot main character that you always start off as i was i don't know i was surprised to see him make any kind of return because he was a huge um like icon of playstation and yeah i think for the playstation 3 generation yeah um, that was one of their big like new franchises for ps yeah and yeah and there was like nothing 
this entire generation. I think they, I think they did like a, uh, like a PlayStation Vita game at some point. Mm-hmm. It was still going at the start of this generation, but I, I feel like that was it as far as um, Little Big Planet support. Yeah, I mean they've just been working on Dreams for forever, right? Yeah, but yeah, this is a this is a different studio yeah. that's making this, right? Um, I forget who's making this, but uh, yeah, it's not. It doesn't look like um, it doesn't play like Little Big Planet. It's not a uh, design game. It's not. Yeah, creative. it looks like a fun like platformer party yeah. game, whatever. Yeah, it's just a platformer with you know cute uh, sack boy stuff. Um, that you're familiar with from Little Big Planet, um, and then oh, next up was uh, Destruction All Stars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know what that is. I still don't understand what that is. I I mean I have no idea. Um, it just kind of looked like a uh, extreme sport mashup with uh, like a bunch of people with neck tattoos. <laughs> Like uh, that's I don't. This is what I, this is what I love about new consoles, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, is they have to have these? I mean, this could be a fun, good game, but I mean, I'm it has a, it has a to it. It has this like first, as this like launch day or uh, like first year look that games a lot of games have. Yeah, you gotta put um, something out. Well, yeah, well, yeah, it's you gotta put something out. You gotta sell them <laughs> consoles, baby. People have to be able to buy and play a game on your console. Well, the uh, the um, big boy studios are working on their God of Wars and all that. You gotta yeah. gotta sell consoles. Uh, yeah, but I, I mean, I think I don't really know how this plays, but it could end up being a really fun game. Like you're, it's kind of a cartoony. Maybe it's uh, like Mario Party. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's gonna be that. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be like demolition derby, but then yeah, you can like jump out of the cars and like you have super suits or something. Yeah, it's like we should say this like cartoony comic book kind of yeah. uh, look. So, so I'm guessing each character is gonna have like different abilities and stuff that you'll be able to use outside of the vehicles. Um, but yeah, it just looks kind of like Demolition Derby, but comic booky. Um, yeah. I don't know. It could be fun. Yeah. Um, uh, next up was uh, I don't know if this is Kenna or Kina mm. Bridge of Spirits. Um, oh God, I forget exactly what this is. Like a third person fantasy kind of thing. Yeah. 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 It's okay. Kind of like a martial arts vibe. Yeah. A little oh. bit. Whenever I was, whenever this came on, I started thinking of, um, I was thinking of the Last Jedi. Okay. Just because, because the lead character, this girl, kind of her outfit kind of looks like Ray's outfit in the Last Jedi. Right. Um, and then she has like a staff that she's using, and then there's like somebody. Uh, She's like meditating, and there's these little creatures that I was thinking of, like pords. Uh, <laughs> and then there's some guy, some old guy, with narrating over and stuff. I don't know. It just reminded me of that. But um, 
It looks like a fun, uh, like third person, uh, action adventure platformer kind of game. Um, it reminds me a lot. It reminded me a lot of, uh, I don't know if you guys remember Cameo from. I was actually just thinking of that. Yeah, from wow. 360. That's going back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like the nature magic. Yeah. You know, female main character. And even, yeah, the art direction was like this, you know, like cartoony uh vibe like the slightly bigger heads and like yeah smoothed out shapes and stuff and then um that reminded me of princess mononoke yeah yeah true yeah i feel like specifically those little dust um creatures were like ghibli inspired yeah um if you guys are ready to move on to the next game sure uh i have no idea what this is um good goodbye volcano high oh yeah <laughs> that was that like actually i really love that trailer just because it was so like pure like, yeah like it, it felt like some kid like who just posted their weird furry stories and art on like <laughs> deviant art yeah it was like those designs but then like if they were given an animation studio to create that trailer and then like you know we're in charge of a indie game studio like they didn't show what the gameplay is like but and then yeah like the choice of the music and then like the high school sort of nostalgic mm-hmm. you know coming of age like um yeah i don't know i really like the vibes of that trailer even if even if the art direction itself isn't like my thing, yeah, this felt like very pure in its uh, intent and like creation. Yeah, I felt exactly the same. I was uh, first glance, I was like, "Oh, what?" I was like, yeah. "No, what, what's this?" Because <laughs> yeah. it's yeah, because it, um, like you said, it has those kind of like furry, anthropomorphic. Uh, yeah. Is that the right word? yeah 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 uh those kind of like human creature uh combinations um characters who are like you know some kind some kind of uh furry creature who has like a beak and is wearing like t-shirt and jeans and yeah yeah um and a lot of a lot of games will do that stuff where they'll make it like overly cartoony and that but this Mm -hmm. looks like more uh it's going for more human dimensions as far as like right. maybe anim- anime stylized um right that kind of look um but yeah it's yeah just the the vibe and the tone of it it's it felt very like you said pure and felt kind of emotional and yeah yeah um yeah i just i i mean i visually yeah visually it's not really my thing but it definitely uh resonated with me the music and uh the yeah. feeling it was cut it was trying to get across of um yeah like youth and coming of age and yeah uh i don't i have no idea what the story is gonna uh, be or it's uh cool. goodbye volcano high okay <laughs> volcano high um it's the person that's in the band and it's like her last year at volcano high oh right friends Okay, yeah, they, um, 
that's another thing I, I really like with stories, any kind of story um, and any medium is, is band stuff. It's yeah. Especially if they make original music for it, then um, that wins me over. And I, I liked the music that was in this. So I'm assuming that that's like original music that they had somebody um, write for this. Uh, but they, uh, the developer was on the Jeff Keighley post show Mm. and they actually he was asking you know what's what's this going to play like what's this going to be is it you know supposed to look like a visual novel kind of thing and that's going to be the gameplay or is there Mm. something else that we haven't seen and uh yeah the developer said that the trailer that they had is actually i guess that's actually what the game is going to look like it's going to be kind of a visual novel thing with you know like just uh conversations and uh like decision making kind of stuff i guess that's cool yeah so um yeah good vibes goodbye volcano high um uh next up was odd world oh i don't think you linked that one. Oh shit yeah i didn't link it because I, I was linking stuff, and then you guys said that you were going to watch the full thing. Right, right, right. So I stopped linking stuff. <laughs> so is, um, it, is it a new, like, entry, or what? Yeah, it's, um, I think the last thing they did was, like, they, I think they remade uh, Abe's Odyssey, which might have been the first Oddworld game. Um, uh-huh. But, yeah, the odd, the creator... <laughs> Before the trailer, uh, the creator popped up, and I was like, oh, Oddworld, are they going to make Stranger's Wrath 2? That would be the best. Which I know would be the best thing ever. Uh, Do that and make it, like, as big and epic as, like, Red Dead. Yeah. Uh, If you haven't played Oddworld, uh, Stranger's Wrath, I think it's on uh, PSN and maybe the Switch store. I'm pretty sure it's on Xbox. Um. How did that not become bigger? That was that's I have no idea. It was so good. It's like it's a. I'm not sure if you can jump back and forth between third person and first person, but uh, it's this weird sci-fi fantasy world, and you're playing as this, uh, like, gunslinger kind of guy, bounty hunter who, <laughs> who's um, some kind of weird. They're they're made up creatures uh, in this odd world universe. But he, he, I mean, he looks kind of like a lion. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyways, he's a gunslinger, and the cool, the really cool thing is he has a, um, he has like a crossbow thing, and you actually gather up all of your ammo as like different creatures, and the different <laughs> creatures have different abilities and effects and everything. So there's like a creature that, um, like shoots out spikes at enemies and, um. And then there's like creatures that explode and stuff. And you can, you know, it was really fun going through a lot of these levels because you could play them totally differently. You could set traps all over the place. And um, yeah, anyways, it's just a fun, cool universe. Um, so I thought it was going to be Strange Trap 2. It turned out not to be. <laughs> um, it's called Oddworld Soulstorm. Okay. And. I guess it's a new entry that uh, follows the Abe character. Okay. Um, I haven't played any of the Oddworld games that have Abe. Um, 
but it's it looked like the same kind of thing of uh more of like a side scroller like a 3d side scroller platformer game mm. um that was a hot these days which i mean which looks great on playstation 5 <laughs> like you can do so much stuff um Oddworld's another one of those ones that it's kind of a little, I guess it's kind of a little too dark and grown up for the comparison maybe, but it has that like great world design that reminds me of, you know, like Ratchet and Clank and um, just those, yeah, those really well-designed cartoon worlds and characters. Uh, Oddworld sticks out to me as one of those. Um Anyways, it looks, I mean, it looks fun. It looks really good. Um, I don't know if I'll play it. Yeah. But I just want Stranger's Wrath 2. Yeah. Uh, oh, did you guys watch the, the next one was Ghostwire Tokyo? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I'm, how'd you guys feel about it? Huh? How'd you guys feel about this one? Um, it was weird. It's like it's like uh like got hacking kind of stuff, but also like Japanese uh mythology stuff or ghost stuff, I guess. Like yeah, I I don't really know what to make of it. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? It seemed like a ghost ghost hunter kind of feel to it. I don't know. I, I want to know what the story is like. Yeah, who true. you're playing as, what the actual, like, how you fit into that world, and yeah. everything. I feel like everything I was watching. Anytime this your character was like fighting a ghost, then there was no one else around, and streets were just empty and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering how it exists with, I guess, the everyday worlds. But that's yeah, storyline stuff. Um. Yeah, they. This was revealed at E3 last year, um, and it's Shinji Mikami is producing it. Um, he's not directing it. He's. I don't know if you guys know Shinji Mikami. Is he the Mega Man? Uh, no, he's. I don't. I don't think he's involved in Mega Man. He's. I think he did Silent Hill and uh, Resident Evil and maybe was involved in devil may cry i'm not sure about that one all right um but he just he has a uh history of horror um games uh shoot what's that the evil within he made the evil within games um, Mm -hmm. last generation anyways he's made horror games like all his career and this is his studio, and he's producing it. Um, I think it has a female director who... It's I'm, I'm not sure why she left, but it seemed like maybe development was... Like, what she was taking part in was done, so I think she was leaving. Um, anyways announced at e3 last year and yeah and we didn't we didn't get a lot of details on it um i don't know if you guys remember the trailer but yeah, yeah. you're jimbo you were mentioning like you don't know what's going on with everyday yeah life around this stuff but yeah in the trailer the whole thing is uh people just disappear they vanish into thin air wow. and 
there's these weird creatures um, that seem inspired by Japanese folklore that appear um, and your character is fighting them for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so there's no, there's no story or character details. I was really surprised by this trailer today. Um, just cause I was thinking more, I was thinking third person and I liked I liked a lot of the designs, but um, yeah, it felt it felt really weird because it's it's uh, set in Tokyo and it's and um, it's first person, I guess. I don't know if you're gonna be able to switch out of that. Um, and then yeah, it's set in Tokyo, so Tokyo, you know, is this huge hub of people, yeah. <laughs> and you see the videos and pictures of Tokyo, and it's just like packed. Um, all this, yeah, the streets are packed, and and this game is just totally dead because I guess people are disappearing. Um, so it is, it is, it is a weird setting because you're so used to seeing those streets and those buildings, everything full of people. Um, so it was, yeah, it was a, re- a big surprise for me because I was just like, okay, I'm expecting. I'm expecting third person. I'm expecting more horror. This looked more actiony shooter kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then it has like horror designs. Like there's the <laughs> there's like the schoolgirls with no heads. Mm. It's like running around with the schoolgirl outfits and like giggling but no heads and uh, different monsters and stuff. But yeah, I was I was expecting like a way stronger horror vibe to the whole thing um but still really <laughs> confused about what the story is what's happening who your character is yeah i would say that was not a great trailer yeah <laughs> yeah not a great trailer um, <laughs> um next up was jet the far shore i don't know if you guys watched this one yeah, yeah that one looked awesome I mean, at least the visual style of it and the, the way the trailer was cut was really cinematic. And yeah, I kind of appreciated all those details. Yeah, it's, um, shoot, I forget what the, the developers made, but, um, I'm not, I'm not journey? totally, huh? I was like, did they make Journey? Because it kind of had that feel to it. No, no, they didn't make Journey. Um, I, I think it was like a mobile game that took off and then uh, they made a couple other games. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not totally sure what the game is. It looks like you're uh, like maybe starting leaving Earth or another planet and starting a colony or colonies on other planets. Is that what you guys got? Yeah, something like that. But uh, I think as far as the tone of these trailers, this one was my favorite just because of like the art direction and the, the music that the created the mood. Like, yeah, I, I just felt like it was a really strong tone and like a great trailer, but um, I really liked the visual like combination of, uh, of like, sci-fi space colonization stuff but then in the beginning it looked like like people were dressed almost like pilgrims and stuff 
And then I had this yeah. uh, really almost religious type music. So I had this really interesting combination of um, of vibes that created, yeah, this super strong mood that, yeah, it was probably my favorite trailer, even though, you know, I have no idea what the game is or if I'll ever <laughs> play it. But yeah. Yeah. They they had um, a couple clips throughout the trailer of gameplay, I guess, which was, I, I'm not really sure if you're just landing on one planet or if you're traveling to multiple planets and stuff but yeah it's like a really it's a really far out camera and you're like on a you have like a little cruiser and um you're flying around these planets uh terrain and um and then there's like a shot of it looks like a some kind of ship or boat that's like in these in this huge storm on in the waves and stuff um yeah i don't know it looks yeah it looks really interesting and then the tone like you were saying is really strong um i wanted a giant sea serpent to come out of the water and like get near you or threaten you well that was the one with the uh the huge skeleton right yeah 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 Yeah. so maybe yeah maybe some giant creatures will it, it would be cool if you were exploring more than one planet and you could actually choose between them and based on your choice, then civilization would develop in different ways on each planet versus just having to choose one. But I, yeah, that's, that's me reaching because I don't know exactly what... I mean, that's what it seemed like because if it's not like uh, an action or an RPG game, it it seems like it's more of like a civilization type game where it's like, yeah, this really like bird's eye view and you're con- like or God's eye view, whatever. And you're just controlling like the big picture. And then it had the like counting up the years. So it seemed like it's, yeah, like where the civilization games, it's like, I don't know how those work exactly, but you start like way back in time and then, like it progresses through the different ages and then it you see how your civilization grows i guess but i guess this one would be with space colonization so i mean it did show like varying landscapes and hopefully that would be different planets that's what it seemed like but um i've always been interested in those type of games but i've never really tried them out so this one potentially be one I'd be interested in trying out just because I like the trailer so much. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Ready for the next game? Yep. All right. Uh, this was a trailer I didn't really like. Uh, the Godfall trailer. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I was like 12, that would be the coolest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, sure I would have a a full chub. It made me think yeah. of uh, two human. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. I, every time I see it, I think of two human. Um, or, uh, Unreal tournament. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. It has it has like uh, it doesn't look like a. I don't. It doesn't look like a stunning, you know, show off. Um, it looks like a first generation launch 
yeah it definitely definitely looks like that but then i think it has i think it has some cool designs and the i mean the gameplay looks kind of fun and um uh but i wanted to mention this because it's a huge thing for for every everywhere but especially video game trailers and like montages and hype trailers over the years drives me insane they have just been using so many companies just use like a song that's basically a black skinhead clone uh kanye west oh right it sounds exactly like black skinhead but it's not right. that song Shit. where it's like it's a rapper who's like yeah yeah it's the new uh dubstep it's yeah it's but it's been going for like three years now at every single video game event and yeah it's probably created by like an algorithm or an ai (laughs) like this is what like 13 year olds will get excited about and i have generated it (laughs) yeah yeah that's that's how it feels but it's just something i've noticed I don't know. I don't know the first time, but I just I noticed it. I was like, "This sounds like Black Skinhead." Why don't? I mean, they can't use that, I guess, because of the song material and then probably the the rights, the copyright to pay for it. Um, Anyways, it's just it's a huge, huge bug of mine in trailers. Um, Yeah. Anyways, I'm crazy, but it's really it's a really weird. juxtaposition of that song with that like weird like fantasy world uh that's like a action an action adventure kind of hack and slash kind of game that's like yeah, a... i can't tell if it's like it looks like a multiplayer based game right like it looks like you're gonna have co-op involved and like it didn't like show anything about story so i'm assuming it's like uh it almost feels like another hero shooter thing but it's not a shooter you know it's like a hack and slash Mm -hmm. like that that seems like the vibe to me like you're creating these like very recognizable like heroes or whatever Mm -hmm. with with these different armor designs and like abilities but then it's multiplayer based and it's all about joining a game and uh, like playing with your friends and stuff, it it doesn't seem like a story game at all, from what from what I've seen. Um, moving on from that, uh, we had Solar Ash. That was, was the one from the people who made Hyperlight Drifter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, really interesting because. I forget what they made before. Did they make Bastion or is that another? I think that's a different studio. Oh, okay. Um, I think. I don't know. But Hyperlight Drifter, wasn't that more of like a top-down kind of? I uh, think so. Kind of like dungeon crawly? Kind of like uh, Link to the Past um, camera, I think. Yeah, but yeah, it was really interesting. Um because I think it says from the makers of Hyperlight Drifter whenever the trailer starts. Um, so I was, I mean, my expectations were like, oh, it's going to be, you know, uh, some kind of 2D, 3D mix of like an indie uh, 
smaller budget game and then it's and then it starts and it's like a big 3d world and it's like third person and yeah yeah um basically i mean basically like the hyperlight drifter and i forget i forget the other game that they made but if they had the budget i guess to make like a big uh 3d third person game in that world it looks like the same aesthetic the same art design world design yeah uh, really cool interesting character designs and yeah uh, I, I like that trailer especially how it started it's just like this weird you know spacesuit person just like sitting on the edge of a black hole mm-hmm. and then they like dive through it or something and then come out in some other world being yeah <laughs> interesting yeah. yeah it looks really cool and uh and it's it has that um it's something that i like in third person games a lot is um especially if it has like a sci-fi fantasy uh whatever genre it's in um that has like i don't know, has like looser controls and uh it just looked like from the gameplay of this character like taking these huge leaps and kind of like skating versus running you know like yeah, the yeah. movement was more like fluid and mm. flowing and everything i was like that's that's something i really appreciate in um third person games and especially if it's like a action kind of uh yeah if it's like an action rpg kind of thing um yeah like shout that. out to shout out to gears of war one Gears of War one. They had the most amazing movement in that, and then they ruined it in the second and third and whatever one. Yeah, it was, I remember. It was very free movement. You could jump every direction, roll around. Yeah, uh, but then they ruined it. That was yeah. Hard made it all made it stiff. Yeah, and more grounded. It was very boring. Because every person in that series built like a tank. <laughs> So yeah, but like plotting movement everywhere, <laughs> like giant muscle muscle bros. <laughs> um, all right, moving on from Gears of War one. Uh, I'd rather not. That <laughs> <laughs> hasn't moved on. Next, next up is uh is Hitman three. Um, yeah. No gameplay. Well, yeah, they don't. They didn't really show off gameplay, I guess. Uh, they had like the cinematic and then the yeah. a short, a really short teaser for the Dubai or wherever it was um, location. Is that one that we watched? Oh, I don't know. Honestly. I don't know if it cut off before you guys saw okay. it. Um, but it was just, it was a really quick, uh, like, le- I think like less than 30 seconds of just him agent 47 walking around and it shows off the level design and characters um stuff like that um i don't know i'm kind of interested in this because i really i liked the the cinematic trailer actually of Mm. uh the these guys hunting him in the woods i don't know there's some kind of some kind of thing in my head of grounded action uh and that kind of thing made me think of True Detective. <laughs> mm. um, 
I'm just people these suits with guns and hunting somebody in the woods. Um, yeah, and they've they've taken. I mean, I'm not a huge Hitman fan, and I I think I've only played like two games, and I haven't beaten them. Um, but they, it was cool because they did take like a step back for this trilogy that they've been making. Um, which I forget if it started on PS3 or PS4, but um, they they took it back to make it more kind of grounded, I guess. And uh, I don't know if you guys have played these games. No, I played. I I think I played the second one, like a maybe a demo or something of it. Um, but it's really it's I don't know it's really fun because it's really methodical like you you have like a hundred you it's not a big open world it loads each level separately and you know you're given the a target to assassinate or whatever you're kidnapping whatever you're doing with them um but each each level is like super thought out design where they give you tons of options and but they make they make everything like super grounded so you know you're not going to have infinite ammo you're going to run out of ammo you're going to get potentially spotted if you don't like you're probably going to take over an hour to play each of these small levels because there's so many uh variables and stuff that you have to account for um so it's just if you like slow methodical stealth and like uh, like outwitting enemies and that kind of stuff, and and there's so many different um, there's so many different like setups and ways ways you can kill somebody like not violently I mean but yeah but like you can you can like poison somebody or you can like set things up for them to you know fall off the balcony you can arrange like put you can just put things in motion you don't even have to do the act and um i don't know it's just if you if you want to make their floor really really slippery and then they they slip and then they break their neck you can probably actually uh i watched i think a stream or two of the allies playing the second one yeah and yeah that was so much fun to watch uh there was one I don't know if it was the racetrack level or a different one, but where they're trying to, uh, I think, kill the driver. Yeah. And you can do it a, a bunch, like so many different ways. And then this, I watched this one way they did it where <laughs> I think, I don't know if it was the driver or a different one, but anyway, the target, he, uh, I guess he would get like dry eyes whenever oh, yeah. there was uh, air, like too much air conditioning in a room. And then so you knew that and you knew that if that happened, he would use eye drops. Mm -hmm. And so like the strategy was to like turn up the air conditioner in a room super high so that the guy would have to go to the bathroom and put in his eye drops. And then I can't remember if you poison his eye drops or if like you took the opportunity when he was alone in the bathroom to like strangle him or something. But yeah, it was this... It's so like, like yeah, subtle and detailed and uh, yeah, and you're you're cerebral. like on each of these levels, each of these maps that you're playing, and you have your target. 
most of the time you're just like leisurely walking and blending in. Yeah, and then you like will knock somebody out, take their outfit, stick them in a freezer, and then yeah, switch outfits, go to the next place. Yeah, and there's and there's like you mentioned with the eye drops thing, there's there's so many different uh, choices you can make like that with all the different targets you have where you can, you know, if you find or you have a sniper rifle, great. You can take them out from a distance or, or you can do what they did and, and yeah. uh, mess with the air conditioning where he has to go put an eye yeah. drop. Like find a way uh, to make it look like an accident. Yeah. Um, where but, he slipped on the slippery floor. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. You'll get you'll get that. You'll get your game, Jimbo. All right. Sounds fun. Um next up was Astro's Playroom, which was I don't know if you guys watched this one. Uh it just kinda looked like sort of a party game, right? With the little yeah. TV head uh, guy. Yeah, it's I think it's a character, like a PlayStation design that they made up for uh playstation vr um right. on the playstation 4 it was one of those games it's just like a party game with this little robot anyways it looks like they're making i guess they're making like another standalone uh maybe party game with this character uh, yeah, i think i think it said all ps5s come with it installed right oh, okay i didn't i missed that um, i think that, i think that was that one yeah, it's it's interesting that they, because whenever this came up, I thought of PSVR, and then I was like, oh, I guess maybe they're just not going to do that this generation, um, mm-hmm. which I mean, would that's fine with me. I never used it. It was really expensive, and and it yeah. seemed like they didn't really develop, put a lot into developing games for it. So, yeah. Um, Oh, the uh, the next game was Little Devil Inside. Yeah, which is my really... favorite trailer. Oh. Yeah, it's um, God, it's like it's got this. It's beautiful. It is it's beautiful. It has this like cartoony, paper mache puppet kind of look to it, uh, mm. like really stylized. Um, I don't know. It kind of reminds me of a. Uh, of the of studio Leica, the like Paranorman Coraline. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah, it kinda the design kinda reminds me of that. Um but it looks really cool. It's like you're you're this little you're you're like an assistant or something to this old guy. Uh I don't know what he does if he like examines monsters and you know studies monsters or something like their bodies or something but you're like you're this uh, like thankless adventurer guy. It looks like a young man who has armor and weapons and stuff. And you go out on these uh, adventures and I guess fight these different monsters. And then you like bring their bodies back for this guy to study and examine. Uh, I did not make that connection at all. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's just me formulating stuff just from um because i think like one of the first shots i thought the kid like came in to the room and there was like a table and he threw 
like something like a monster body part on there on the table oh. um I, that's what i thought i saw so i was just like oh okay you're this guy's doing nothing at home or around the city like they have little clips of him you know going out for a walk or eating food or sitting on the toilet and it's like intercut with you playing as this guy who's being attacked and almost killed by these monsters um while your boss or superior whoever is just like doing nothing back home Uh, i must have missed that like first shot that you're talking about because i didn't i didn't notice a connection between the two different things that it was showing so I didn't know if the older guy was supposed to be the young guy, like later on, or if every or if all of the action stuff was just in the old guy's imagination. I didn't realize that they actually were like both in the same space at one point. So I didn't, yeah, I didn't see that. No, I think I think one of the first shots in the trailer. I'm pretty sure it's the old guys there, and then. Through like through the door, busts open the the lead like young guy, okay. and he okay. looks really he like looks really haggard, and he comes in and like drops a monster body on the table or something. Um, so he's it looks like you're like putting yourself in harm's way for his research or something like that. Um, but yeah, the world design, the art design, it looks so cool, and then. And then they showed off like gameplay of the monster battles and stuff, and it looks really fun. Um, and then it looks like you're riding different creatures and stuff, uh, and really cool landscapes. And I don't know, it looks really fun. Yeah, I really like the one shot in particular where he's like wading through a swamp. Yeah. And then Jimbo said, um, like, imagine a Zelda with that kind of like look yeah. to the environment. Like, um, yeah. It just had a really cool fantasy, like naturey world, and cool character designs and creature designs, and yeah, it's, cool. It takes a lot of really cool camera angles too that makes it seem more dynamic. Like I feel like there was one point where you're climbing up like a cliff or a mountain, maybe, and it's kind of like underneath the character looking up, and then there was one where I don't know if he was riding an animal or there was like a group of people riding away from a sandstorm kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that totally felt like Fury Road. <laughs> like that kind of cinematic, like running away from this oncoming like dust storm kind of thing. That was uh, really cool. But yeah, there was just so much in the design with the characters and the way that it was shown and the gameplay looks really fluid but really cool that that one stood out to me the most. Uh, yeah, looks really cool. Next one that we can just mention and skip over, NBA 2K21. <laughs> uh, we didn't, didn't watch that. Watch did that. not, didn't link that one. Uh, can you see LeBron's sweat? Can you see the top of his like bald patch? It's uh they oh they had a great little intro from Zion Williamson uh of him saying we're not we're not ready for for this game or something like that. Uh-huh. Anyways, felt really natural. Um was Mahomes there? Yeah, Mahomes. Mahomes is Mahomes. everywhere. Mahomes was there, yeah. He's playing. 
He's doing the Michael Jordan two sport thing. Um, ne- uh, next up was your favorite game, Chad. Bug Bug Snacks. Bug Snacks. I forget how the song yeah. goes. I I I got it stuck in my head for a while. Yeah, I don't know. It's original music. It's so it's the name of the game. It's the name of the creatures. There's a song that says Bug Snacks, and the world of Bug Snacks is called Bug Bug Snacks, <laughs> like the island. And uh, so it's on PlayStation Five, but it kind of looks like a PlayStation One game. <laughs> and it's also on PlayStation so, Four. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty exciting. The future of gaming. Yeah, and there's like the Walrus dude. But it has a girl's voice. There's a person and, behind uh, that. Yeah, yeah. It's so I'm pretty. So I'm pretty excited about uh, that. <laughs> For people who haven't seen this, who have no idea what we're talking about, it's it looks kind of like a 3D platformer kind of game. I don't know, like an adventure game. Um, but the the world that you're on is it's like cartoony and the world that you're on is populated by these uh bugs that are made up of food so there's like a there's some kind of like long creature that's made up of like foot long sandwiches and then and then there's like a strawberry bug and then there's a like hamburger bugs running around and there's like curly fry bugs anyways uh i want you to keep listening to <laughs> uh, ice cream or ice cream cone yeah but but whatever you eat whatever your character eats then you start growing into like you grow parts on your body that are that fruit that food um so the, I guess it has, you know, tons of variation of what you can look like. Um, That's fine, but do, like, I want to know, is there an actual gameplay element to that? Like, does eating certain foods give you different abilities, or you, like, physically interact with the mm-hmm. world in a different way, or is it just for show? Like, I wonder. That's, I mean, I, I would hope it has some kind of... Uh, influence on what you can do like if i have hot dog arms can i really not like grip items or that's yeah that's something that comes up is one of the characters has uh hot dogs. mayor it's the mayor mayor yeah <laughs> i think he's does he say wiener arms or wiener hands wiener arms. i believe he says weenie arms weenie arms yeah and it's hot dog arms and so he can't grab something and needs help from another character yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe it will influence stuff like that. Sounds um, pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's supposed to be like a dumb, fun game. It's made by the people who made Octodad, so it's supposed right. to be stupid fun. Um, I mean, I think that's exactly what they're going for. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it could... I don't know, the gameplay looked like it could be fun to me, so... I just want the world to be like five times bigger than Breath of the Wild. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Next up was the Demon's Souls remaster. 
Yeah. Which that was so. Uh, I got frustrated because I was like, "Oh man, what is this?" Because the little the logo came up. Um, uh, I think it was the PlayStation logo. I don't think the From Software logo came up. No, I, I think it's a different studio, yeah, it's, right? It's not from. Yeah, I forget what they're. Uh, Blue. I think it's Blue Blue Point. Yeah, Blue Point. They they did the Shadow of the Colossus remaster, right on the uh, PlayStation Four. Um, yeah, this is one that's been like rumored for a long time, and I I was kind of knowing the rumors. I was kind of like, uh, I mean, sure that'll be cool, Demon Souls on PlayStation Five. But then seeing it, and I don't know if it's exactly the same way that the original trailer was cut, but I remember that music of like the woman singing, and then the yeah. um the like, talons come down holding the human body and yeah um, i just remembered that i was like oh man demon souls this is so cool and then yeah and then it looks amazing um hopefully hopefully i will play this all the way through this time because um, <laughs> every single i think i have two or three demon souls and then dark souls games and I've put every time I'll put like twenty to thirty hours in, and I feel like I've accomplished nothing at all except yeah, die yeah. over and over. Yeah. Um. So hopefully I can beat one of these games. <laughs> yeah, man. Good luck. Um. But that was that was another thing people were mentioning on like the pre uh, the pre show like the hype was um was Elden Ring and. Mm. I I didn't realize. I guess that's just a from software game. For some reason, I was thinking that's a Microsoft game that they were making um, because they revealed it at uh, the Xbox conference last year. But oh, right. for some reason, I was thinking that was exclusive. But people brought it up, and I was like, "Oh man, are we going to see Elden Ring today?" Um, which would have been awesome, but <laughs> we didn't that's yeah maybe it'll be at the, the next xbox event i yeah I, i'm expecting it to be at the xbox event next month um yeah so after demon souls remaster uh was death loop oh yeah i mean you were saying you said earlier that you don't like the groundhog day kind of yeah looping yeah. thing which that's i mean that's i feel the same way i get tired of that mechanic um but after watching this trailer i'm really excited for playing this game because it looks like a lot of fun yeah um, is it the studio that made like dishonor yeah stuff? it's or, okay our arcane made i think it's like the people that made dishonor like the designers and it's like a uh-huh. uh, a new offshoot studio of arcane uh-huh. um but yeah, I as soon as I saw the gameplay, I was like, "Oh man, this is like next gen Dishonored." I'm totally in. Um, yeah, because Dishonored was one of those games where you can just, uh, like I was talking about with Hitman, Dishonored will give you a map, like an area, and you have hundreds of possibilities. You can do yeah whatever you want with like all these different abilities. You can go in whatever order you want. You can 
go totally stealth and take your time. You can go balls to the wall, <laughs> um, yeah. action, and um, and then yeah, you have like a bunch of different abilities that you can use in really fun ways and um, for like traversing and uh, fighting and and then you can just like replay those levels there's areas over and over and have different outcomes and um yeah. yeah i used to love doing that in dishonored i would i would go through and then you know if i died then i was i was never like upset that i died in dishonored because i was like oh i can do it another a totally different way now um yeah. which is yeah this uh death loop you're you're like an assassin or something sent to kill are you sent to kill eight people? I think yeah, it depends something about eight targets that he has to kill. I don't know if it's just like a contract or if killing all of them will like break the loop or something. I wasn't really clear on that. But at every step of the way, there's a rival assassin trying to like thwart him was the feeling that I got from it. And it's like this cycle where they just kind of like go at each other over and over again. And then they but <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe they don't have to but maybe um yeah it looks like it looks like you're this guy who is stuck in a loop and he has eight targets and uh there's like a company or something that hires this female assassin whose job it is to kill him and stop him from killing these eight targets so i'm they showed at the very end of the trailer a little clip of somebody playing as the female assassin. So I don't know if, if you the if you get to choose at any point, like whether you're uh, jumping back and forth between like playing the woman trying to stop the guy from killing the targets, or if and you can also play the guy trying to kill the targets and jump back and forth, or if it has to be uh, co-op or, like, multiplayer. Yeah, I was, cool. I was wondering if it was almost like uh, Dark Souls where you can invade somebody's world. Mm-hmm. Like, where if you're just playing as the dude and then your friend or somebody else can jump into your, like, gameplay session or whatever, but then try and, you know, fuck you up. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that would be really cool. Because um, I'm assuming when you're, I'm assuming when you're playing as the guy, then like, you know, the computer is going to be trying to kill you as the female assassin. Um, yeah. So that would be really cool if, like, what you said, if like a friend, you know, sees you're on there and then just hops in, joins your game, and they're playing as the, the female assassin. That would be really cool. Um, yeah. And then next up was, I think, my favorite. Oh, okay, go ahead. No matter. Uh, I thought the art style was really cool, too. It reminded me a little bit of, like, Team Fortress 2. Yeah. With the design. And it makes, it makes kind of the story and the point of the game stand out even more to have something that looks cartoonish, but that's also super violent. So that kind of stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it's cool that the two main characters are actually black in yeah. this game. Because that's such a rarity in video games yeah. that you have black main characters or even side characters in a lot of points. 
So that's that was something that really I noticed that too. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, all right, next next up was yeah my favorite easily uh, Resident Evil is I guess it's just called Resident Evil Village. Yeah, the title. Uh, it's the it's, yeah, it's the eighth game. Uh, they did a little eight reveal at the end with the letters and village. Um, very very clever very clever <laughs> but it i mean it just uh, the titles listed as resident evil village um yeah. yeah i was so this is another one i read about like two weeks ago because um like easy allies and then a couple other youtube channels they've been you know hyping up talking about what's going to be revealed and when it's going to be revealed. Cause you know, we, we don't have E3 this year. Um, so when are we going to get big reveals and see the new systems and stuff? And uh, Resident Evil Village, Resident Evil 8 was one of those big ones that they kept talking about hearing rumors for. And, um, and then I went and Googled what they were talking about. It was like, it was saying stuff about like witches and, um, like creepy towns or villages, whatever, and not just not what you would normally expect from Resident Evil. Like this looks yeah. this looks way more like Resident Evil Four. Um, yeah, which I was like, oh my god, this looks amazing. Um, I didn't I didn't play Resident Evil Seven, the Biohazard one, which is like first person, and there's like you're in a house with cannibals and there's like a monster and stuff uh, it's in like uh louisiana or something like that yeah like, yeah it's another it's another one of those like turning points for the series that everybody's like oh resident evil's good again just like four was um yeah. when they go back to you know not being super four is one of the best games of that whole generation of systems four yeah yeah it is <laughs> um but yeah, this uh, started off with the text on the screen of what, like, his story will come to an end or something. Yeah. Um, I forget, I forget exactly what the text was, but I was like, oh, so it's some kind of continuation of uh, a series, and then it has, and then it has what? It has like, is it a flashlight or just like? light you know like moving through trees and backwoods and then there's like a shack and um yeah. you're some you're some guy who goes into the shack and there's an old guy with a gun and um he tries to shoot you but then he stops and then there's a monster outside and um it's just really cool because it's the tone it sets is so different from what you um would you know, expect from Resident Evil because whenever I think yeah. of Resident Evil, I just think zombies and the like Mr. Nemesis or whatever. Um, yeah, it's really like modern and urban, but um, with like Resident Evil 4 and now this, it has this whole other vibe of like old world Europe, like yeah. gothic fairy tale, you know spooky forest like that kind of stuff i love that vibe so much and it it's so cool to see like i feel like capcom has such a particular vibe like you know this japanese 
studio and then it's like especially the team that makes resident evils it has it's it's like its own world in so many ways um and then to see them take on that classic like gothic fairy tale horror i'm just super excited to see what they do with it yeah um yeah especially with it being called village and um and then thinking of like you're saying the like european uh kind of vibe that they're going for with this um but yeah thinking about that and four and uh it being called village just makes me think of like you know paranoia and uh like the wicker man and um oh true stuff like stuff like that where you you're so alone you're so you just you yeah. feel doomed from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, um, like it. It's, it seems to be like, like they show this castle and then these like witch type ladies, mm-hmm. and it's, I think it seems like they're in the castle, um, and like maybe that's the source of like the monsters. That's the vibe I got. But yeah, if like these uh, old world like aristocratic types are you know, like, lording over this small village with, like, the small folk or whatever, and they're connected to uh, all the spooky stuff and the monsters and somehow (laughs) to Umbrella Corporation, I guess. Yeah, yeah, like you were saying, with, like, the Wicker Man, the conspiracy thing of, like... And I I almost think uh, they said, like, Ethan and stuff. I think that was the character from uh, Seven that you played as the dude. Yeah. I think his name was Ethan. So maybe you're playing as him again, and somehow he's in this, you know, other snowy place. Yeah, I think it. Yeah. I think it is a continuation with that character. Um, awesome, uh, Jimbo. Did you have anything else to say about that one? Well, I mean, what other connection did they make, though? Because wasn't, like, is one of the characters Chris Redfield? Yeah. 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 Okay, he's looking looking like a good 20 years older than (laughs) when the series started. He's like, dad bod, Chris Redfield showing up. So I'm just trying to place it in time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think it's, from what I know of the Resident Evil series, I, I think it's the... Uh, like the latest chronologically I think um, yeah. I don't think it's set in between anything I think it's the, like it's the most recent story um, well I don't know I don't know what happens I didn't play 6 or 7 so I'm kind of like that's a gap for me and was Chris Redfield in 5? yeah I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it was uh, yeah Chris Redfield and then I forget who the female uh, and that was that was set in like an African country. Yeah. Where where was six? Six was um, I think in Raccoon City again. Okay. Uh, but that was six was I, I'm pretty sure like multiple uh, POVs where he played as like four different characters or something, um, all around Raccoon City in like one night or something. I don't I didn't play. <laughs> Yeah, all right. Um, yeah, that was definitely my favorite trailer of the event. Um, yeah. And then next up was another uh, 
Capcom gang um, Pragmata, mm. which I mentioned before. Like I, <laughs> I was so I was like, "What is this?" I was, uh, <laughs> I was like out What's of my this? mind, out of my mind on caffeine, caffeine brain. <laughs> and i was like everything because it kept going it went past an hour and then they just kept revealing like bigger and bigger games and then yeah. i was like <laughs> i was like what is this what is what's happening right now just out loud talking to myself <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um and this one came on and it's the design there's like a guy in a spacesuit, and i don't know if it's supposed to be Times square or something like Times square um and it's like deserted but then like there's stuff destroyed and uh weird shit like fallen from the sky or something it looks like there's stuff all over that's like doesn't belong a robot cat yes and then there's yeah and then there's this little girl um but i should say the the guy is in this like astronaut spacesuit kind of thing um this white suit and it it really reminded me of, um, I forget what it's called, but it's the Kojima production company. Like the logo is like the oh, yeah. guy with like the skull and then like the skull astronaut helmet kind of thing. And um, yeah. But it's like that big kind of chunky astronaut suit. Um, yeah. But it reminded me of Kojima and it reminded me of Dead Space. And then mm. and then I was like, oh man, is this a, a new Dead Space? Um so I was like, as I was watching, I was going back and forth between like, Kojima didn't make a new game already, did he? And then I was like, oh, is this Dead Space? Um, but yeah, the the design, the character design really reminded me of uh, the Yoji Shinkawa artist that, you know, did Death Stranding and Metal Gear stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really weird. Uh, it's this guy's walking around in this suit this white suit you don't know what it's for there's this little girl and uh like a big parka kind of <laughs> jacket and um and then there's yeah this like android cat that's kind of like a um like a hologram kind of thing like it's it's well so the first thing that like before that was uh the dude like sprayed some or he put out some kind of like dust oh yeah i don't know if it's like electronic dust something like that but then it like revealed the shapes of uh like people frozen yeah um like just the outlines of them not like you didn't see any of like the surface texture or anything is just like the yeah like the the 3d mesh of where they were in yeah. this um time like square particles. yeah yeah so it's got this super interesting vibe of like okay why is this astronaut dude walking around in a deserted like Times square and then well, what is this weird like thing he's trying to sense people with and then but then one of them or i don't know where the girl came from but then she's there, and then there's the weird, like, hologram cat. So it all seemed very, um, like, surreal and, like, reality-bending. Like, you're not sure what's real, what isn't, if you're in a simulation or not. And then, like, yeah, the weird 
sort of um what's his name like the escher like like bent portions of reality um and then something like falls out of the sky and then your dude uses some kind of uh like weird green mesh that like stops it Mm -hmm. but that also seemed kind of like a yeah like an escher like reality bending thing so i don't know what's going on in it yeah it's it's weird yeah i have no idea but that was really intriguing and that's yeah the stuff that you're saying of like not knowing what's supposed to be real that was another thing that i was just like this really feels like a kojima kind of yeah yeah um i don't know if jimbo had anything to say on that uh, not, no, not this one. Okay. Um, next up, the last last game that they showed was uh, Horizon Two: Forbidden West. Mm. Um, I didn't play the. I never played the first one. I didn't play a demo or anything of it. Yeah. Um I think it's really cheap. It's probably like ten dollars right now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this. I mean, this looked really cool i know this is something that people have been wanting for years um yeah. it's one of the biggest sony uh franchises now um with like god of war and the last of us and all that mm-hmm. um yeah i don't really know what to say other than like the world you know looks amazing the world design and like open world and uh yeah. You know, it's it's like after the fall of civilization and thousands of years into the future, there's these like robot animals that are there's like robot dinosaurs, there's robot everything, you know, huge mooses and uh, yeah. turtles and stuff. And um, it's kind of now they got now they got Ollie fans. Now they got Ollie fans. Uh, it's a mix it's a mix of like, you know, the collapse of civilization, um, post-apocalyptic with that kind of, uh, uh, what's the word, but it's, I mean, it's like the caveman kind of early civilization, um, whatever. Yeah. 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 Prehistoric is what I was thinking of. It's that kind of thing. So it's prehistoric, but post-apocalyptic too. Um, yeah. That's like um, what Cloud Atlas has. Yeah, kind of that sequence and yeah. Cloud Atlas. Um, yeah, I mean it looks it looks cool. The I mean the gameplay looks really good. The like the new creatures and um, uh, Lance Reddick is in this one. I don't know if he's in the first one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. And then like you said, there's olifants, uh, ele- elephants. <laughs> Um, and some kind of war i guess with maybe like another tribe or something oh there's also that weird red um like vine that seems to be like destroying all the life and stuff yeah there's some kind of uh thing with i i feel bad not (laughs) knowing anything about this game i don't know the character's name the woman lead character Uh, doesn't matter anyways the, I guess the story is there's some kind of like red uh, vine thing that's like poisoning the land and killing creatures and stuff. So she's 
seeking out the origin and like trying to stop it or something. And then there's like some kind of uh, war brewing with uh, like a rival tribe or something like that. Um, yeah, it looks really cool. Uh, probably end up playing the first one and this one eventually. <laughs> um, and if you guys don't have anything else to say about that. Then moving on to the actual freaking reveal of the console. Uh, <laughs> how it looks weird. <laughs> I hate it. Ugh. You hate it? No, I'm just kidding. Oh man, okay. I think that there are gonna be like a thousand people that have that response though. Yeah. For no reason. I don't know. I'm totally into it. Like they they revealed the controller like two months ago uh and it's a mix like they've always had the like the black um well they had the gray controllers for uh playstation one but then it switched to the dual shock controllers that are like all black for two three and four um but this one they revealed it and it was a like a mix um between yellow or not yellow <laughs> white between white and black and a lot of people were just like no i hate it i don't like the design um and i was kind of i didn't hate it but i was just like okay i need to see what the console looks like before judging this um so they finally revealed the console there's been all these weird mock-ups that have been going around for months now uh that don't look anything like this so that's cool because it's like a total surprise um but i don't know i don't know exactly how to how to describe it they were i watched the easy allies reaction i had like the same reaction yeah i think don was the one that said it looks like a cool router or something oh yeah yeah (laughs) he's like it looks like a really cool router (laughs) and and i thought the same because it looks exactly like the router that we have in the house (laughs) like it looks like that standing up but then there's like white uh lines on on either side of it um yeah uh yeah it has a it has a strange design but i'm really into it it's like a mix of the white and black and it goes with the controller right next to it It looks really cool and then i don't know i'm tired of i'm tired of the boxes uh (laughs) Like the yeah the Xboxes and then the PlayStation um, four and like the two uh, like the big fat two the original one. Um, That's the whole reason why I like this design so much is because it actually looks futuristic. Yeah, like if you're gonna call it the future of gaming, have something that looks like it came from five to ten years in the future. And for me, the biggest thing is. Like, it seems so simple, but it adds, like, this kind of, like, elegance to it and makes it more dynamic. It's just that that curve. Mm-hmm. Just the curve that it has gives it, like, a different feeling. And it's not a functional thing. It's, it's, it's all about just kind of, like, the look. And it's abstracted in a way that's really cool. It's almost like kind of like a work of art and, and how they did that. Uh, so yeah, having that kind of like curving design to it gives it a different feeling besides just this ordinary box 
that's kind of clunky and something that we've seen before. Like it looks, it looks sleek. Yeah. By having. Yeah, I I had the same um, reaction. As soon as I saw it, I was like, that looks like the future. That looks like something you'd see yeah. in a future movie or show. Um, and it's, I'm sorry, I'm just interrupting like for one more part. They've done like the curving a little bit before. If you think to the Xbox 360, it kind of had that like on either oh, yeah. side and it was, it was symmetrical. But I like that this is like asymmetrical. Yeah. And that it curves kind of on one side more than the other so it, it's just kind of like unexpected well yeah if you're are you talking about the curve like with the disc tray or are you talking or the slot or are you talking about the curve at the top and not like the bottom i have to look at it again but it was because and it's confusing because there are two different versions right? yeah there's we should say one of, one of them has like more of an exaggerated curve to it and was that the one that has the disk drive yeah there's yeah. uh yeah there's one that has the uh disk disk drive in it and then there's one that's digital only so the disk drive one kind of comes down and then on the right bottom side of it then it goes out a little bit for that disk drive yeah, that's the one that really stuck out to me because, like, by it, having it go out more on that one side, then it's more like asymmetrical. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really cool design. Um, and something they they pointed out on the Easy Allies video I saw was them talking about the uh, the vents, the air vents um, along the the centerpiece, the black piece um, on the sides is really cool because there's these little vents that go run down each side um down the center and then there's like the blue lights uh shining from that it looks really cool um chad do you have any thoughts on it mm, i say i somewhat agree with you guys but uh i'm not crazy about <laughs> <Yeah>. it <laughs> I actually kind of prefer the controller design to the console design. Okay. I think it might just be how the control controller looks more matte, like less polished and reflective. I kind of like that aesthetic yeah. of uh, like, say it, it is kind of a retro aesthetic, um, which isn't, you know, it doesn't look futuristic. Obviously it's just more of a personal taste where I like the, sort of the PS1, like, matte, you know, non-shiny yeah, surface. Yeah. Sure. So, like, to the PS3 with the curves and all that. But, that yeah, that's more of a personal choice. So, I do understand the, yeah, the curves and the, and the gloss parts and the asymmetry. Like, it does look different. It does look futuristic. But I think, personally, I prefer the Xbox design just because it mixes up like the big shape of the console more mm -hmm. in that it's just like, uh, it's more, it's not like this. I don't know how to describe shapes right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's less of the flattened box shape and more of like the monolith, yeah. like squat standing up shape is, it's hard to describe with words, but 
I think I like just because it's different. Mm-hmm. Like when you think of a console, it's always it's always been generally the same shape and dimensions. Yeah. Unless um, it's the GameCube. True. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and that's like, it's like the X, the new Xbox is like in between the old console shape and a GameCube. It's like somewhere in the middle. It's just uh, interesting to me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So with the PlayStation, I love the controller, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm kind of into the console design. But I mean, maybe it'll grow on me. I don't know. All right. Um. We got we got to wrap up soon, but I want to cover a few other things. Yeah. Um. That they showed off at the end with the console reveal. So. We've we've talked about the controller a little bit, but we didn't get into like the the haptic feedback stuff at all. Um, oh, right. Which I don't know if Jimbo saw that. Uh, no. It's it's like each each individual button is going to have um, like adjustable sensitivity for I I don't know if it's for you or just the devs. Maybe you can turn it off in menus and stuff. But yeah, so like each trigger, each button will have um, uh, sensitivity settings, like individual sensitivity. So uh, picking up and firing different weapons are going to have a different weight. They're going to have a different pull on the trigger. They're going to feel different. Um, yeah, I actually love that idea of like, um, like yeah, depending on what weapon you're using or whatever, or maybe like how strong your character is in the game, like. Maybe earlier in the game, it's harder to pull a yeah. bowstring. That means you'll have to actually put more pressure on the mm-hmm. trigger physically in real life. I love that idea. Just That's, that simple yeah, thing really of cool. like um, calibrating, yeah, how hard it is to pull the trigger. And not you don't want to make it like impossible to pull, <laughs> but just, yeah, varying that to where it feels more like a real thing. And it's such a simple idea too. It's just, it's not like, um, it, it's not some super futuristic thing. It's a small adjustment that just adds like another dimension of interactivity. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. And like, on, on the uh, the post show, they had another interview with the developer, and Jeff Keeley was asking about, you know about the haptic feedback in the controller because uh, he, he like him and other journalists, normally they would be playing this thing by now. They would be giving a report on yeah. the new console, but they just haven't had that opportunity. Yeah. So he was asking the developer about that. And um, it's cool because they have, they have like a microphone. I think they have a built-in microphone and like little speakers in the controller too. So, yeah, so yeah. he was saying, like, in their game, um, they, like, with the rumble, I guess, or whatever, I don't know exactly what it is, because I guess rumble and haptic feedback are different, but he was saying there's going to, like, through the speakers on the controller, uh, I guess you'll, like, actually hear and maybe, like, feel um maybe like enemies coming up behind you or like the direction that they're coming from like you'll feel it in the controller um to kind of just give you a little hint i thought that was really cool in addition to yeah yeah, in in addition to the button sensitivity stuff um yeah yeah, so there's that 
there's the 3D sound uh, headphones that I guess come with each console. Um, yeah. And then, that's gonna be yeah, nuts. that's gonna be crazy. <laughs> um, and then there's the media remote for navigating uh, media on the console. Um, also white. Also white, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then there's the uh, the Dual Shock charger thing, um, mm-hmm. or is it called Dual Sense? I think that's what the new one's called. Oh yeah, um, yeah. yeah. The Dual Sense charger um, to rest to sit your controller on to charge. Um, I'm assuming all of that comes with whichever package you get, whether or not you get the physical disc console or if you get the digital only console i'm assuming you get headphones controller media remote and um the charger but i'm not sure Mm -hmm. um comes out this holiday they haven't given a specific date they haven't given a price point yet microsoft hasn't given a price point yet or a specific date so um they're just waiting on each other to go first uh you guys ready to wrap up yeah all right i will say we are on twitter if you want to follow us there at excited pod we're on instagram uh please be excited is the account and we have email if you want to send in any emails if you want to send in hate mail go ahead that's cool um i really would like Fan, fan art. art. <laughs> Send in some fan art for Chad. I don't know of what, but I, I want fan All art. Right. Um, excitedpodcast at gmail.com is the email. Uh, Maybe dad can send us yeah, fan art. Yeah, dad can send us some fan art. Um, there yeah. And thanks for hanging out. Thanks for talking. I'm super excited for the next gen conference. Hell yeah. Future of gaming. Yeah. Uh, Bug Snacks is the new snack. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>